The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke from the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Gospel this morning is from St. Luke chapter 21, verses 5 through 36, and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1635. Luke 21, verses 5 through 36. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, watch out that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name, claiming I am he. And the time is near. Don't follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be afraid. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. And then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events, and great signs from heaven. But before all of this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison. And you will be brought before kings and governors. And all on account of my name. And so you will bear to- testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. And when you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out. And let those in the country not enter the city. For this is the time of punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful 
it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against his people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. And even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words, they will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing and drunkenness and all the anxieties of life, and that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it may come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth, Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen so that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I want to start with a passage from Isaiah. It's uh, Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. It reads, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Again, in the name of Jesus. Is anyone here afraid of snakes? (laughs) How about the dark? Is anyone afraid of the dark? Is anyone afraid of uh, 
or been afraid during a thunderstorm. Maybe not California thunderstorms, but I understand there's some real thunderstorms just a little east of us. The fact is that we are all afraid of something. Even the rich and the famous have fears. Would you like to hear about some of those? I'm going to tell you anyway. The fear of flying. One of my favorite coaches, one of my most favorite NFL commentators, John Madden. Madden. He was so afraid of flying that he would only travel on a bus. In fact, he was so afraid of flying that he bought his own bus. And that bus cost him at that time about $800,000. He had a private driver and, and so forth. It was a hoot. So I guess if you're afraid to fly, it helps if you can afford to buy your own bus. Amen? How about uh, the fear of clowns? There's some people that don't like clowns. So you probably heard of Johnny Depp. He was the star of Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, Jack Sparrow uh, nearly faints at the sight of a clown. He shakes in his boots. How about the fear of heights? Does anyone have the fear of heights? I have a healthy respect of heights now. I used to not worry about it too much. But actor Liam Neeson, the gentleman that was in Taken, start of Taken, he is one of the people that share that fear, if you share a fear of heights. How about the fear of insects? Is anyone afraid of insects in here? Creepy, crawly bugs? Actress Scarlett Johansson is afraid of cockroaches. I don't know I'm afraid of them. I don't really like them. Nicole Kidman can't stand butterflies. That's a bit odd. And singer Justin Timberlake is afraid of spiders. All right, we'll wrap it in there, Pastor Ken. Well, one day Jesus was with his disciples in the temple, and the disciples were commenting on how beautiful the temple was. And Jesus began to tell them about some things that were going to happen. And he told them the temple would one day be destroyed and, and that there were going to be wars and earthquakes and people starving. He told them that they were going to be hated. His disciples were going to be hated and persecuted and thrown into prison, maybe even killed. That's pretty scary stuff to hear about. And it would be understandable that the disciples were afraid, but Jesus told them not to be afraid. He promised that he would be with them and that he even said that not a hair on their heads would be harmed if they put their trust in him. Now, it should be noted that Jesus has also promised to help us when we're afraid. Everyone is afraid of something, and, and fear can be a good thing. 
But we should not let our fear keep us from enjoying life. We should not let our fear keep us from enjoying the life that Jesus wants us to have. That's the kind of fear that keeps us standing still, immobile, isolated maybe even. That's not what he would have us do. And we cling to the promise that he will help us even when we're afraid. And so we, we put our trust in his promise. Which promise does Jesus keep? Every one. His promise to be with us when we're afraid. Now I start with that because in this Lucan account there is a primary warning to the hearers that the kingdom of God is near and that we need to also do this as your pastor, carefully separate that there are two parts here into this Lucan account. And I want to bookend it with first, don't worry, don't be afraid. And at the end, I want to say, don't worry, don't be afraid. But in between this, you probably notice that in the first part, Jesus is talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. The destruction of Jerusalem. Jesus is talking about the persecution of believers, of his disciples in Jerusalem in that time. That is what he is telling them is going to happen. And then part two, he tells them of the destruction of the world. Okay? He's telling them about the destruction of the world. And so I would start with this again. Don't worry. But be alert. Jesus told them, watch out that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name claiming that I am he. The time is near. Do not follow him. Did you hear that part? It was an awful lot that I read. But did you hear that part? Do not be deceived. There's many that are going to come that say, I got the way. Do not be deceived and do not follow. And let me ask you this. This will be a little more fun. Do you like Chinese food? It's okay, yeah, huh? I love it. And when I go to eat one of my favorite places, um, when you finish eating, you get fortune cookies, right? And you break them open, and there's a little strip of, of paper. You all know that, right? And, and it's got my fortune in it or your fortune in it and so here are some examples of the things that they might say good things are coming your way success will be yours at school and at play you will have a pleasant surprise soon you will make very good choices today the time is right to make new friends something you lost will turn up Soon, you will do something soon that will make your family proud. You will live a long and happy life. And my favorite one is, that wasn't chicken. 
When you read your fortune cookie, um, the fortune in it, let me, do you believe it? No. We might get a good laugh out of it, and it's kind of foolish to think that a piece of paper and a cookie would tell us what's going to happen in the future. Amen? The lesson today also um, finds us uh, hearing Jesus saying things about people, people who claim that they could predict the future. He, he uh, warns his disciples when they were in the temple that, um, yeah, you know, it's beautiful. They're going, ooh, it's, it's gorgeous and all that. But he's saying there's a time coming. We know that, right, that not a stone. And people overheard him when, you know, rebuild it in three days, you know, the, this kind of stuff. But he could see the future. He knew the future. That's the only person that walked on the face of this earth. It's Jesus that could tell the future. Yet many will come, counterfeits, and say that they have that ability as well. And we know that the disciples were frightened. And they wanted to know this. And they said, when will these things happen? What signs can we look for to let us know that these things are about to take place? Wouldn't you like to know? Wouldn't you like to know the day, date, and time of that too? Or the day, date, and time of anything that's going to come your way that might be uncomfortable? Or happy? I mean, I would. If I'm being honest, I'd like to know. How far would I go to know that? Where would I look? Who would I listen to? He says, be careful. Don't be deceived. Don't let anyone mislead you, Jesus answered. Many will come in my name claiming to be the Messiah and saying, the time has come. Don't believe them. You see, Jesus knew that these people could not see into the future. Jesus knew that they were coming. And there are some people today who think that they can see into the future. And they may say and do some really frightening things. Here's a few names I'll throw out to you. Jim Jones. Guyana. He said he was the Messiah. Charles Manson. He said he could see the future. And David Koresh, Waco, Texas. These false prophets. People were deceived. People followed them. But what we need to remember when we see these things and hear these things, even if it's somebody that's not is obviously despicable as those three people, we need to make sure that we are not deceived and we need to cling to the words of Jesus, and that is don't worry. Don't worry, not a single hair on your head will be harmed. You will be saved by being faithful to me. We really don't know what the future holds but we know who holds the future. And we know that we will be safe when we put our faith and trust in him, the one who took the sin and took our sin in that great great exchange and gave us his righteousness. 
In closing, I want to share this with you from our Old Testament reading was uh, Malachi chapter 4. And again, there's this exhortation, this beautiful gossip, gospel message that says in chapter 2, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in his wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. That is an indication of the future. We have been given a warning by Christ. We have been told by him, be careful, do not be deceived. Because these things are coming. In the meantime, to comfort us, we have the blessings of baptism. And in Luther's small catechism, when the question is asked, what does baptism give or profit, it states this, baptism affects forgiveness of sins. It delivers from death and the devil and gives eternal salvation, eternal salvation to all who believe this, just as the words and promises of God declare. Don't worry. You've been baptized. Your salvation is secure. Your sins, the old you died in that water. The new you raised, clothed in Christ. Don't worry. We have the holy sacrament of the altar, holy communion. What blessing do we receive through this eating and drinking? The explanation is that is shown to us by these words, given and poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. These words we receive, forgiveness of sins, life and salvation in the sacrament. For where there is forgiveness of sins, there is also life and salvation. Remember your baptism. You are walking wet, clothed in Christ. You are coming to the altar to receive a means of grace by what he did on that cross for you. Made new again. Every time you take communion. The parting shot is this. So yes, hard times, painful times, sad times are coming, are here. They may have visited you this week. They did me. The end is coming for us all. Not all of us will be asleep when Jesus comes. Some of us will see him coming. It's what is written in Scripture. But all that have been baptized, all that have been baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, all of those who confess him as Lord and Savior, all that have done that 
all who have done that, and that's you, have nothing to fear. So don't worry. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.